is I will go on the show giving you the truth about personal finance. This is Financial Coaching Radio, and I'm your host, Jason Qual, certified financial planner, one of the only independent commission-free financial advisors in Rutherford County. For all about me, check out Jason Qualls, CFP.com. That's J-A-S-O-N-Q-U-A-L-L-S, CFP.com. If you'll jump in with the comment, questions, even your disagreements, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. Back again as my co-host, Michael Lynn White of Murfreesboro TV. Welcome back to the show. Hello. Glad to be here. So how was your Valentine's? Um, my Valentine's was snowed in. Snowed in. It was pretty depressing. No snow plow for you. No. Whatever. <laughs> well, wouldn't you want to be snowed in on a holiday like that? Yes, if you're with your significant <laughs> other, but being snowed in on Valentine's Day by yourself is um, bad. Oh, yeah. I get it. It's or it could be a good fun. thing. Depends on how stable your relationship is. This is true. <laughs> but I was um, depressed with no chocolates or flowers or boyfriends. So y'all can like all a, feel sorry for me hits? now. Are you dropping Is that what you're doing? Yes. Jeez. <laughs> is there anybody out there that well, wants to give me a Well, significant other, if you're listening, she needs, what do you need? You need flowers, chocolates, and yeah, some and so, TLC. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> Glad Perfect. I could help. Right, we got a good show lined up for you today. We'll be talking about women and money later on the show. First, let's talk about Love Hurts. A financial advisor breaks up a romance scam. And the first thing I thought of when I saw this title was that a financial advisor kind of weaseled his way into maybe a client's relationship. But that's not all that it happened. It's not what happened at all. It was actually a client calling to request $40,000 of a withdrawal from the financial advisor, from their account, obviously. And normally, a $40,000 withdrawal would not cause any alarms. It's not that large, depending on how large the client's accounts are. But the the advisor went on to question the client, say, what's going on? What's it for? Who do you need it for? That's kind of significant, given your withdrawal history. And it turns out it was to give to a man that she had met online that she had never met face-to-face. OMG. <laughs> what's that show? It's like their 90-day fiancé. Oh, it? I was thinking Catfish, but I guess that's yeah, the wrong that's show. But there happens on 90 Day Fiance, too. They're thinking they're going to mo- go overseas, meet the love of their life, and they're emailing, texting, but yeah, maybe even video call. But turns out when they actually want to uh, act- go see the person, whether it be in another country, uh, they d- they kind of drop them, and there's no more communication. That's so sad. I'm glad that they broke that up. $40,000 without is that meeting what happened them. To These you people over are the weekend? insane. Is that, what, is that what really happened to you? Mm-mm. Nobody's getting $40,000 <laughs> out of me. I can promise you that much. I just mean, were you catfished over the weekend? No. <laughs> so this is a real person. It there, is so. a real person. <laughs> it's My it. Valentine is real, even though, you know. I first became aware of these events while reporting an unrelated story. I reached out to Gloria to ask her to share what happened with her with her readers of WealthManagement.com. At that time, she declined. These events were too raw for her to confront. Shame, humiliation, and secrecy are features of confidence scams. I let her know that when she was ready, an article describing her experience might help other victims avoid what she went through. And here we are talking about it on Financial Coaching Radio from WealthManagement.com. That argument and the passage of time eventually won Gloria, that was the person that got catfished, over as she recently shared her her story in the hopes that it might spare even one person from the betrayal she experienced. So it's easy to joke about this situation, but if we take it, try to take it serious, if I can even take it serious. How does one fall? How does a female, it's not only females, males too. But, right. But it seems like there's more female. Am I stereotyping there? 
Hmm. No, I think you're right. In my opinion, I think it would be more females fall for this kind of thing. Um, oh, that is looking for love so desperately they'll just believe anything. I know it's sad. Like that Dirty John podcast, the woman was really <laughs> successful and she fell for it. So, you know, I guess love is blind or whatever. Well, success doesn't equal brains. This is true. This is true. And there was a Netflix show on that, right? I don't know. Yeah, I think Dirty John was the title of the net. Well, it may have been another network show that Netflix picked up. But I've actually seen real interviews of the lady who this all this happened to. Because long story short, she met this guy. He said he was a doctor, right? War scrubs. Oh, on. yes, yes, yeah. that one. Mm-hmm. It turned out that he was a freaking psychopath, and I guess there was a, some spat with her daughter, and the daughter ended up killing him? No, not, I don't know. Did he not die? I don't remember. I think she killed him, or at least there was a struggle where she stabbed him, this guy that pretended to be a doctor that catfished her. Well, it's not really catfished, because he was a real he person. Was a real he was person. just a liar. <laughs> it's freaky and scary. I can't even listen to that stuff. But what but, I was going to say is that she, just personal interviews that she's done for TV. She doesn't seem like she's the sharpest tool. Well. Is there like a person out? Would it, could it ever happen to you, you think? No. I really don't. I think, I don't know what it is with those people, but you're right. Just because you're successful and you're smart with your money and in business doesn't mean. And successful women, I hear, have a harder time a lot of times finding love because successful men can be threatened by that. Or it makes them more acceptable to be preyed upon by people. Right. Threatened. What would, well, somebody could be looking for a sugar mama. Well, that's true. <laughs> it's a good thing that uh, I won't be in that position because if they're looking for a sugar mama, they have come to the wrong Why well, you're place. on this show. I'm, I'm going to turn you into a sugar mama. <laughs> Absolutely. I'll be right. my own sugar mama, okay? <laughs> that's what we're trying to do. We're trying to empower women, let them answer their questions, invest, and do that's Good right. things for themselves. For just tuning in, I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner with Michael M. White of Murfreesboro TV. This is Financial Coaching Radio. So it's almost like the Ponzi scheme with in- investors. People trust advisors. They Advisors usually tout high performance, and then a client gets greedy. Uh, they don't see logic or rationale, and they turn over their money to this a scam artist that they think is a legitimate advisor based on promised future returns and it turns out to be fake all their money is gone and they have a l- very low chance of ever getting it back same thing here it, it, it well elderly people understand they're they're more victim to scams because they're not thinking clearly but someone from say 25 to 55 they should really have their head screwed on straight if you haven't met the person in person why would you give them any money i don't know are they are you bringing them over to the where you live it, it is the naivete about it is shocking to me yes but some people fall for it and i guess that everyone just needs to keep their guard up because you don't know i guess you get wrapped into things and there goes all your reason the criminals behind romance scams are usually organizing can be very convincing working from internet cafes in places such as europe nigeria Criminals troll for victims online, often targeting recently bereaved widows or divorcees who have posted on online dating sites or social media, using fake profiles often crafted to appeal to specific targets. The best scammers are very patient. The man responding to Gloria's profile, the one in this WealthManagement.com article, on a dating profile or dating site, strung her along for more than half of a year before asking for money. Just getting a notification from a man liking me was a thrill, she recalls. I looked at his photo and thought he was cute. 
So six months later, she's going to send him forty thousand. <laughs> How cute you got to be to get forty grand? I don't know. I hope I'm that cute because I need forty thousand dollars. Well, maybe that's your career. That's your get rich quick. You're going to become a scammer. <laughs> I don't think so. Soon they were chatting back and forth. Thomas, as the man called himself, said he was a sixty-seven-year-old transportation industry. He didn't even have a cool job. Yeah. I'm not knocking those in transportation. But if you're going to lie about your career, can't you say you're like CFO? Yeah, maybe he was trying to be believable. Brain surgeon. 67-year-old transportation industry consultant working for a Fortune 500 company in Chicago. He said his wife of 30 years had passed away. How convenient. And he was looking to buy a house in the city where Gloria lived. Eventually, they took their conversation off of the dating site to cell phone, text, and email. The conversation became more flirtatious. Mm, no FaceTime? <laughs> of course not. Well, maybe. I don't think so. It doesn't say. I think it's just email and text. Mm, see, maybe there some, is where you're wrong. Maybe some sexting along the way. Maybe, but she better do some FaceTiming. See, the one I heard of recently, and maybe this is where it was going, but he just didn't get this far, is that you, the lady will send you know, provocative pictures, and then that will be turned to blackmail the person. Yes. That's why, That would be easier money than just asking for it. Let's why see. would you even send a racy pic before you know someone? I know it happens all she the time. She knew him. She talked on the phone with him for six months. This is true. <laughs> this is true. Oh, my God. That is more serious than any relationship I've ever had. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Thomas professed an internet in the interest, sorry, in an interest in making a life with Gloria. She was becoming increasingly enthusiastic about the relationship that was promised. Thomas was a pro. He took his time. Over the course of months, the relationship evolved from a friendship to what seemed to Gloria like a romance and a chance for again for a lifelong partner. Thomas sent flowers and asked for small favors. Fraudsters always eventually get around to their true purpose, separating the victim from their money. Thomas asked Gloria for a loan of $2,400. Then it turned into he needed $47,000. Did I miss something? Why he needs this money if he's so successful? Uh, well, that's a good point. He's the transportation, whatever, for whatever his long job title was. That would just be, that's crazy. But he needed to reclaim some equipment. Customs fee to reclaim some equipment. No, absolutely. I don't know. I don't want to, you know, it's like you said, it's easy to make fun of these people and laugh at these stories, but it's so sad to me, really, because obviously these people have a big heart and they're just wanting to give people the benefit of the doubt. And then you get scammed. And that can happen a lot of times to women in lots of scenarios that you talk about on the show. So it's good to be aware. Think with your brain, not with your whatever. Yeah. (laughs) Happy Valentine's Day. Americans lost more than 201 million to romance scams in 2019. Wow. <laughs> Up nearly 40% from 2018. Romance scams. <laughs> One of the great perks of social media and all the dating websites. All right, we'll be talking about finances, all things money related here on Financial Coaching Radio. If you have a question, jump in, click email the show at financialcoachingradio.com. I'm with Michael Lynn White. I'm Jason Qualls, certified financial planner, back with you right after this get a second opinion get a second opinion get a second opinion i'm jason qualls commission-free certified financial planner i can't stress enough how important it is for you to get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan 
Unfortunately, since most financial advisors care more about selling you financial products than providing objective advice, it can be hard for you to know who has your best interest in mind. Call me, Jason Qualls, a commission-free certified financial planner for a free no-obligation investment review at 878-2134 or go to my website, jasonquallscfp.com. You have worked your entire life for what you have, and you deserve to determine how your assets are passed on to your loved ones. Make sure your estate plan is in order by calling John Baker, estate planning attorney today at 896-5621. Estate planning is not about you, but those you leave behind. For more, go to BakerCouncil.com or call 896-5621. Did you know that the U.S. tax code has over 70,000 pages? This is precisely why you must have a tax expert on your team. The folks at THNW CPAs have been providing their expertise to individuals and businesses in Middle Tennessee for over 50 years. And now they have an office right here in Murfreesboro. Call Kevin Sizemore today with THNW CPAs at 848-1072. That's 848 848- 1072 or online at thwcpa.com. Welcome back to the show. This is the one show giving you the truth about personal finance. I'm Jason Wall, certified financial planner in the house with Michael Lynn White. Hello. Appreciate you being on the show today. Yes, it's fun. I love talking about Valentine's things. And maybe one day you'll just cut me out completely because everyone is going to like your voice way better than mine. Won't they, though? I hope so. I'll Why? just take over your show. It'll be amazing. Fine with me. <laughs> Why women investors won't embrace stocks. Now, I don't know where this Wall Street Journal article is going to go, if it's going to go down the, the hole of investing in single stocks or just the asset class of stocks. Before getting into it, you as a, a woman, what do you think? Is, is it something that's hard people, women to get behind to understand or they just kind of neglect it because maybe their, their knowledge about investing is, is low and they just avoid it? I'm going to speak for myself and a lot speak of my... Speak for all women. That's well, why you're here. I'm speaking for women you're that the voice I know. for all women. <laughs> yes, because there's a lot of women that are very smart with that kind of thing. But myself and a lot of women that I know, it's scary. And it's a daunting thing to think about. So we either let someone else take care of it, which is not smart, or you just don't deal with it at all and you miss out on opportunities. So, you know, we need to get empowered and knowledgeable about things like that. What is the negative about hiring someone else to help you? You know, you, you have a broken arm, you have a health condition, you go see a medical doctor, you mm-hmm. have a legal issue, you go see someone who's an attorney. Why not go see a certified financial planner if you have a financial issue? Well, that's, you know, that's a smart thought. But what we're learning from you is you got to be careful with that. Well, only because the most advisors aren't independent. They aren't fee-only. They aren't CFPs. If, if someone, male, female, no matter what your, your race, gender, or whatever situation is, if you you do your research and only hire the right type of advisor your likelihood of getting messed over is way way low right the issue is it doesn't matter what your gender is if you hire the wrong type of advisor your chances are way higher and then you are better off not doing anything or maybe doing it on your own but is it just that they feel intimidated that they don't know because it's more of something that maybe a man would get involved with at an earlier age now what is it what again i mean even speaking from my own experience it's just and then when you're younger you just don't think that you're going to need to pay attention to that you're like oh i'll do that later and then before you know it you're almost 40 and you haven't invested in anything and you feel behind and so that and it creates a whole other fear so how can we help women be less fearful in something that's not quite as complex as maybe the financial news world wants to make it 
Right. Well, let them know something that you can do now. Something small, a small step that you can take to help your financial future right now instead of everything at once. I think the easiest way to understand investing is to look at the major um, areas of owning mutual funds. And there's essentially a very complicated way to own them that you have to do a lot of research and you have to worry about cost. And there's a very simplistic way to own them. And the complicated way would be actively managed mutual funds. The less complicated, more understandable way would be what's called an index fund. So every time you turn on the radio and you hear financial news or you watch financial news, the first thing they're going to tell you is the Dow Jones was up. The S&P was up what today, right? That's what the first thing they're telling you. And you don't even know what that means. <laughs> well, first, that would be start step one, right? Let's okay. learn what the Dow Jones is. Let's learn what the S&P 500 is. Well, the Dow Jones Industrial Index is just a gauge of how U.S. stocks are doing. Uh, Dow Jones is the company who created the index well over 100 years ago. I'm not sure what year. It, it consists of 30 large companies inside the U.S., traded on the U.S. stock market. So it's obviously there's thousands and thousands of companies on the market or traded on the market, but the Dow is just 30 companies. I didn't know that, fun fact. S&P 500 stands for Standard & Poor's 500 Index. Can you guess how many companies are on the S&P 500? 500. You're ding, ding, ding. It's not yeah. The company who created the Standard & Poor's 500 Index is Standard & Poor's. And it's just another gauge of how the U.S. stock market is doing on a daily basis based on the 500 largest companies in the U.S. So one is 30, one is 500. They usually move pretty much in tandem. They're not exact because if, you know, there's one or two companies in the Dow that's really pushing it harder than the, the S&P because there's way more companies there. They may not move always together, but for the most part, they do. But they're both representations of the U.S. market. There are mutual funds known as index funds that follow each of those two indexes. So if, instead of trying to make it complicated, just go buy a, an index fund that's basically cheap to own, but basically free to own, that follows along with the S&P 500 index. And set it and forget it. And never do anything else. Sounds nice. So who's going to help us with that? Well, it, well, I think the education part uh, can be done through face-to-face -face meetings with an advisor, a feeling someone that you pay uh, by the hour or by their time, or the way the information is out there today. Someone just doing, hey, I, now I know what the Dow is. Now I know what the S&P is. Who has the best S&P 500 index fund? You're going to come across companies like Schwab or Vanguard. A little bit more reading in there of how to open an account and how to invest in those funds, and you can be done in about 15 minutes. And you own 500 companies or have exposure to 500 companies in the U.S. market. Okay. So hearing all of that, maybe not for the first time, is that made it easier to understand? Has that made it harder to understand? It's a start. And I'm sure people that are listening to this show already know something. But if there's that one or two people out there that are like starting out. Well, a common a question start. would be, well, don't I need to own more than that? Well, not if you're starting out. Why do we want to complicate your life more? The things you need to be focusing on when you're just starting out is how much you're saving, where you're saving it, and then how it's invested. So the investing part is pretty easy. We don't need to be overly complicated. Buy basically, basically a free fund to own like the S&P 500 index fund, and you focus on how much you're putting there. Focus on what you can control, if that makes any sense. What about... 401ks and all that stuff is that a whole other thing for another show well, 401k would be that's where you're putting it so if we're going to save two thousand dollars a month or one thousand dollars a month or one hundred dollars a month it doesn't really matter the amount 
we have to decide where is the best place to put it. Well, a 401k is a retirement plan or retirement account, rather, that's set up through your employer. If you don't have an account, a retirement account through your employer, you can set up what's called an IRA, which stands for Individual Retirement Account. Still a retirement account, works in a lot of the same way as a 401k, except that it's not set up through your employer. Can we stop right there? That is very important. (laughs) That's important for people to know because for the longest time, I didn't have a 401k. I do now, thankfully. But I should have been saving a long time ago with an IRA. And I know a lot of people who don't have any of that. So that's a good starting point. Do you agree? Yes. That's it's the whole thing. How much figure out how much you can save and let's figure out where the best account to put it in. And then once we figure out the best account to put it in for you, we figure out the best way to invest it. Let's not make it let's not make it complicated. Let's keep it simple, stupid, the KISS method. Yes. And only buy index funds. And why not start with the most well known index fund that you're gonna see in the US and that would be the S P five hundred. So then there's other accounts too. Those are the Roth IRA, and that's pretty much it for someone starting out. Are you going to do? A, are you going to? Is it better for you to start in your 401k or 403b if you're a teacher or work for a nonprofit, or if you don't have one of those types of plans through your job, do you start with a regular IRA, a traditional IRA, or a Roth IRA? And then inside all of those plans, nine times out of ten, you can buy a fund that follows along with the S and P 500. Ah, okay. Is it end all be all? No, it's again, we're trying to get someone started. That's that's the deal here. I like it. Get off the couch and get moving. Yep. All right, well, Michael Lynn White of Murfreesboro TV. What's new in Murfreesboro? Well. Besides freaking blizzard of 2021. That's it. Our crews are out. <laughs> I expect you to be doing breaking news. Look. In the snow. No, our, our, the city is trying to keep us all safe, okay? So <laughs> I'll do a story when we go back to work. But right now. Our awesome Murfreesboro crews are out and about making the roads. I want to see you like bundled up really big, like the Weather Channel, like rocking back and forth, like the wind is blowing you down. I should over exaggerating how bad it is. 100%. (laughs) And then my boss would say, What are you doing? Like get some guys to shovel snow about four feet high. It's like, This is what we're in for. That's a great idea. Good thing for my demo reel. All right, so how do we check you out online? How do we check out your news stories and keep up with what you're doing? You can check out all my stories on the City of Murfreesboro's Facebook page. We post everything there. That's the easiest place. And, of course, it airs on our channel. We are on Facebook, Twitter, and TV3. This is Financial Coaching Radio. We're back right after this short break. Hang with us. Listen up. When is the last time you talked with an independent, objective, certified financial planner? Do yourself a favor and get a second opinion on your investments and financial plan. Call me, Jason Qualls, the only certified financial planner today at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. Buying a house is stressful and so is shopping for a mortgage. Take my advice and get a second opinion on the mortgage for your new home or your refinance. Not all banks and mortgage companies are created equal. Trust me on this. Call my friend Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Great team, great process, and the best rates. Marshall Sparkman with Franklin Synergy Bank at 615-439-0885. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. I'm your host, Jason Qualls, certified financial financial products to pitch. No live event tickets to sell. We'll leave that to the other guy. I'm joined in the studio with Michael Lynn White of Murfreesboro TV. She Hello. is their all-star TV host, covering right. all news. <laughs> all things Murfreesboro. All things Murfreesboro. Check her out on the Murfreesboro City Facebook page. 
Larry King recently passed away. Turns out that he had a secret will that excluded his current wife. No. Happy Valentine's. <laughs> that is depressing and sad. Why would he do that? So shady. It, so you find it sad, I find it funny. You would. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> so why is that? Why do you find it sad? It's like, how many wives have he, has he had? Well, I don't know, but I'm Probably, sure she would, loved him. I'd be at like three or four. That's just wrong because if you love somebody and you're doing life with them, well, they're not—they weren't even married. I don't think well, this is his most recent. It says wife. current wife, so well, current his most recent ex-wife. TMZ reported his net worth was estimated 144 million. His estate was roughly worth two million, and or what is it? his estate worth? Roughly two million would not reflect any assets that were held in trust. King 87 reportedly died from COVID 19. Uh, let's see what else we got here. She's going to fight it. She's going to get something, right? Probably. Because they're going to have to pay her off just because it's cheaper than going through the court process. True. The pair filed for divorce in 2019. Two months later, King allegedly handwrote a will requesting 100% of his assets be divided among his five children and did not mention his former wife at all. What's wrong with that? Well, so I'm It makes her seem like she's after money. If they weren't married anymore... She probably had some type of divorce coming in. I mean, so, settlement, right? Right. That's probably what she's after, right? We had agreed for me to continue alimony as long as he lived. Which the man was 87. Mm-hmm. How much longer did she think he was going to live? Well, so what say you on that? Is is it right for her to go after that money, which really is his children since they no longer were married? But I know she's probably dependent on it and something they agreed to as long as he lived, but it's not something they agreed to. It doesn't sound like after he had passed away. I don't know. I would have to know more about the story, so I'm not speaking on something that is incorrect but if they had it figured out and i think she should get what they agreed oh they were on. still in the middle of divorcing oh what's the damn hold up august 2019 on, jason what is it they were or not <laughs> they were not they're, they're in the middle they just filed for divorce and then when he filed for divorce he rewrote his will handwritten of course his children should get whatever they're owed but i mean give her whatever she was owed and just be done with it there's no need to get bitter at the end and just cut them out of everything because someone's dependent on it this is stressful for me to think about because she's gonna get it because they were still married you know you can't just dump somebody out on the street but i'm sure she's fine because uh, (laughs) that's mean how much should she get of his 144 mil? Well, I don't know. Enough for her to live on, I guess. But she doesn't need all that because, I mean, come on. How much do you really need to live? No need to get greedy. It sounds like he was just pissed off, right? Yes. He's getting divorced. That's what I'm going to handwrite my, rewrite my will by hand. I'm not even going to call an attorney and just give it all to my children. And then we'll see what she thinks of that when I pass away. <laughs> yeah. See, that's what happens <laughs> in divorces. It gets so nasty. And it's very sad. So the way it works in Tennessee, if you have a will, it has to be witnessed by two people. It has to be signed. It has to be the original document. If you do not have two witnesses and you don't have the original wet ink signature, your will is invalid. I don't care how many copies you have. And it's always having to do the most recent will you have drafted. That's the way Tennessee works. Uh, Disinheriting a spouse, typically not going to work. Depending on how long you have been married... Uh, they're entitled to a certain minimum amount. You can write your will any way that you want, but if you've been married a certain amount of time, the court, if they contest it, they're going to go back and give your current spouse whatever they should be or should have gotten under current Tennessee law. Same thing with your children. If you disinherit your children, you got to make sure you're following certain protocol. This is all rules and regulations you got to follow with these state planning. This is another area we got to cover with women. Yes. Too many people don't have wills, powers of attorney, single or married or not absolutely so the next time we'll pick that up yes 
Uh, this is Financial Coaching Radio. If you want to jump in with a question, comment, disagreement, click any of the social media links at financialcoachingradio.com. All right, you got the last minute. Go ahead. It's all you. What are we going to talk about? You're taking over from my show because everybody likes you better. So. I love it. Well, you know what? <laughs> I love this topic. I'm passionate about women and their finances. I don't want any woman to get screwed over. I want you to be empowered and smart and find out what you need to do for yourself and not to rely on anyone else. So it makes me very excited to talk about that. Well, it's going to, you know, in the divorce area, um, it's going to tick off a lot of divorce attorneys. But uh, I was actually told this by a divorce attorney is they ultimately do not care about doing what's right for their client. I shouldn't they, he's cannot speak for every attorney, but I've witnessed this as well. They care about getting the case settled and everything over with and collecting their fee and moving on. What you need if you're going through a divorce is a financial planner on your side to help uh, negotiate the divorce process. Someone who is solely there financially and not there on the legal aspect. Too many times, divorce decrees are not drafted properly to reflect financial planning wishes. So that's my advice on that subject. Good. I know some awesome attorneys, but that's good advice to have someone for your finances on your side. And, and there's extra designations in the financial field where advisors who focus mainly on divorce financial planning. I don't think you got to go that strict. Just have someone on your side in addition to your divorce attorney to make sure your financial planning needs are looked after. Because let's be honest, divorce any attorney has not been to financial planning school. They've been to law school. And they, don't, they can't know everything about everything. All right, this is Financial Coaching Radio. Stick around. We're back right after this. Would you trust your doctor or surgeon if they had never been to medical school? Of course not. So why trust your financial future to a financial advisor with little training or education? Anyone can call themselves a financial planner or a financial advisor, but a certified financial planner has been extensively trained. My name is Jason Qualls, and I am one of just a few certified financial planners in this area. So ask your current advisor about their education and training. Then call me, Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner at 878-2134 or go to jasonquallscfp.com. A recent undercover study found that over 89% of paid tax preparers made mistakes. You heard me right, over 89%. Is your tax person making mistakes? Tax mistakes cost you money and may even lead to an IRS audit. I recommend you get a second opinion on your tax return today by calling Tothero Helen Welch CPAs at 848-1072. Tothero Helen Welch has been providing tax services to individuals and businesses for over 50 years. So call them today at 848-1072 or go to thwcpa.com. Welcome back to the show. This is Financial Coaching Radio. Reminder, you can listen anytime, anywhere. If you go log on to financialcoachingradio.com, click archives, you'll get the long list of all the past shows. There's the more current shows link. You can also listen on Spotify and Apple iTunes as well, or Apple Podcast. Or the most, or the long list of all the shows previous to the last probably six months. Again, financialcoachingradio.com, click archives. You get a long list of all the past shows. There's current shows. There's older shows. There's something for you. There's something for me. There's something for everybody right there on the website. This is the one show. We cover topics no one else is going to talk about. We believe that there is a more uh, involved way, a more personalized approach than just a bunch of baby steps. That's the same old cookie-cutter way for everybody. And we also assume on this show you already know to live on less than you make. So this is geared towards those 
who are trying to save, trying to reach a goal, whether it be saving for college, buying a house, retiring, or just building wealth. That's what Financial Coaching Radio is all about, and also protecting that wealth. And that is not in terms of some type of crazy financial product. We have nothing to sell. We're not pushing live event tickets. We're not trying to sell you books or any of that stuff, and certainly not trying to sell you a certain financial product. So when I talk about protecting your wealth, uh, bad things happen. we got to make sure that our risk is minimized as much as possible for your given level of investment strategy. Also, make sure if anything happens uh, on the insurance side that we're protected there. Uh, financial planning is not just about investments. I don't care if that is the misnomer you have been told. It is not. Uh, it's about everything your money touches and everything in between. So risk management, estate planning, tax planning, tax minimization, retirement planning, spending your retirement money. Of course, planning for college and all the other financial goals you may have. If you haven't addressed all of those things with your CFP, I don't think your CFP is a holistic, comprehensive financial planner. Learn more about what I do and how I do it at Jason Qualls, Certified Financial Planner. Uh, I am one of the only independent, commission-free financial advisors in the area. Again, JasonQualsCFP.com. I'm out of here for today. Be back with you next time. More local talk right after this.